Okay, you guys, I have to tell you about another podcast you're definitely going to want to check out. It's called Two Girls, One Podcast. On this show, hosts Ali Goldberg and Jen Jamila dive into the deepest web wormholes to speak with tech pioneers, strange fandoms, and members of fringe online communities. Ali and Jen have hilarious and humanizing conversations with bronies, top Reddit moderators, professional ticklers, video game archaeologists, dating app engineers, adult babies, cuddling specialists, vampires, Jedi, living dolls, and more. Turns out, weird internet people, they're just like us. Two Girls, One Podcast is produced and distributed by The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about our life on the internet. And it is part of the Podglomerate Network. You can listen now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Okay, you guys, this is so, so important. No, this is huge. This is huge for us. Pat and I are doing our first ever live show of Seek Treatment in Brooklyn, New York, baby. TV's Brooklyn. We're so happy to be part of the Brooklyn Comedy Festival, and we are going to be doing a live episode with an incredible guest that I cannot yet reveal on Friday, September 21st, 2018, at 9.30 p.m. Brooklyn Bazaar, which is in Greenpoint. It's a really cool venue. They have this restaurant next to the theater that has, like, amazing fried chicken, so you guys should definitely go check that out before or after the pod. Like, whenever you want. And it's going to be so special for you guys to actually be able to see us and our kind of body chemistries with each other while we do the pod app. I'm going to wear a tube top. We might hook up. It's going to be fun. I am going to reveal that I'm absolutely flirting with the idea of wearing a tank. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, while we, while I still can. You guys, please come to the live show. Run, don't walk to get your tickets at bkcomedyfestival.com. Don't come crying at me when they're sold out, bitch. Because you know it's gonna, honey. Forever. Fucking dating and love, seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, it's Kat and Pat, and welcome to Seek, Seek Treatment, Treatment, a podcast about boys, boys sex, sex, fucking dating, dating and love. love. <gasps> okay, I need to make it clear to all the fans: I was in in my bed, fully asleep. At this point, I would say thirty five minutes ago, mm-hmm. and I was, of course, at Blink Fitness, a gym I had run to, where yeah, I did back and buys. Okay, if you work out before ten a.m., Seek Treatment. I know, but you know what I'm doing right now is I'm reading Twyla Tharp's. Uh, the creative habit thank you please stay seated and okay. i'm four pages in and she just talks about like doing things like that like what? mindlessly like that you want to do oh. like creating habits and i haven't used that to produce any creative work god forbid and i won't but <laughs> it made me get to the gym this morning so i was like don't talk yourself out of it i get that like sometimes i'll be like okay turn your fucking brain off just move your body to the place you're supposed to go mm-hmm. Is that I, what I can't go in Kind of, yeah. She talks about okay. rituals. I don't need to read the book. I can't. I, don't need to read it. <laughs> I think you get it. I think I you it. can write the, the so forward let me tell of the next that, edition. So shut up really quickly. Okay, thank you. As I was lifting here, running obviously late because I was asleep. Okay, you lifted. I lifted. Stop. Lift with a Y, which is so fun and so playful. And I just love it. The way the apps, the way they switch it up with the words. It's, 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 it's crazy. Incredible. They are the wordsmiths of our gen, the app namers. They are the poet laureates of my life. Um, <laughs> I was in the car and I heard this sound. I, th- I thought it was you screaming. Okay. But it was an ambulance. It was like, <laughs> I, I, thought it, I thought it was you going, ah! But it, then it was like, 
Do you know what I feel about my voice? It is in a vacuum. It could be considered talented. Do you know what I mean? Because I could do crazy um, shit with my voice, but it's just like it's not what's celebrated by our society. Do you know what, what I vacuum, mean? Honey? Like your voice is celebrated by our society, mm-hmm. and if this society burned down and a new civilization arose, like mm-hmm. maybe my voice would kind of be the sought after thing. I would love to meet someone who sounded like you. Me too. My Ooh. husband. <laughs> that is a nightmare from hell. Then your children would all have your crazy ass. Voice. Yeah, our children that we biologically create. Um, I wanted to say. One more thing before we bring in our guest. We were talking about this via text. I need to bring it up. I think one of the saddest things that can happen in today's society is when you're flirting with someone. They follow you on Insta. Of course. Of course. You Um, don't follow back. That being said, I've fucked people who have refused to follow me on Instagram. And that is okay. Totally. (laughs) I think don't let that be a stigma. I think... (laughs) Uh, there's someone who I've slept with who I follow them. They re- absolutely refuse to follow me, and I love that. It gets to a certain point where not following is such a choice. It's like you're humiliating yourself at this point by not following. <laughs> yeah, it's me. embarrassing for him that I'm talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm scrolling through this new person's Instagram. I go back to 2016. Absolute supermodel, mm-hmm. and they just let it go. They, it's so sad to so see. Sad. You know, I have a story actually that's similar to this. What? I used to know someone in my late teens. Worked at the summer camp I worked at. Hottest person at the camp. I barely <laughs> I barely knew him so hot. It was insane. <laughs> Don't see him for 10 years. Working in a, re- in a retail space at a running specialty store. He walks in. Don't even recognize him because he's not hot. I go, hey, what are you up to? He's like, Went to the Peace Corps. And that's what the Peace Corps does to people. <laughs> it's like he was really hot. He went to the Peace Corps, came back, wasn't hot. You, you know, have to be so fucking careful. You know who is hot? Who? Our guest. I know, but Ready to bring him in? Let's bring her into the mix. Um, You know her from all over town. She writes for this show called Saturday Night Live. She's incredibly amazing. Put your ears, ears open. open for Sudi Green. Sudi. Wow, 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 wow. Can you even believe? I'm so happy you're here. You guys are so attractive and I'm so glad you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> because on a podcast, like you don't always, I mean, like, sure, you could like look at the picture on your phone, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not a picture. Sometimes it's an illustration, exactly. which you can never tell. But I want to confirm for the viewers that you guys are hot and obviously working on it every day. Thank you. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate to be acknowledged <laughs> for that, too. And I think we should just open this up by sort of going around. Sudi, like, do you feel hot today? No, I never what? feel oh, hot. No. Never felt hot in my life. Um, I like I was thinking about the sea other day where it's like every time I look good in a picture, it's a trick. Like, no. <laughs> it's an absolute trick. I tricked people. I, like, angled it and, like, did a pose where I, like, look nothing like myself because any, like, natural pick of, like, me in the moment or even if I, like, accidentally turn on FaceTime, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that you can't, you have to take, a, like, I you have to take a full second when you turn on FaceTime to kind of adjust and figure it out. <laughs> but I think that's every one of... So of many the, precarious angles for my face. The, yeah. But the art of... of of the art of being in a photograph in this is knowing uh-huh. your uh, which is our time our our uh, ages we art. are we are the first generation that has absolutely had to know their angles and that's like painting for us like people don't paint anymore they but just know do their take angles photos. yeah and i want to make it no one paints anymore no <laughs> no one's painted since what the 40s? 16s yeah okay. 1600s <laughs> yes. i think the 1640s. that you know since but, i was about mm, 
12. Um, I realized that being hot was going to be a losing game for me, mm. so I shouldn't try and develop a personality. I know, but I, I walked in and I was like, Sudie's gorgeous. You, no, like, you so, fucking no, no, Your hair short, I love. And also, just <gasps> like, you know what I thought to myself? I hope this is okay to say on the pod. But you know when someone gets you like a, you know when someone gets a TV job and then like in coming years they get they're like oh really absolutely hot. money makes you hotter money makes you and hotter and I was like oh Sudie's like in that space yeah, right yeah, now yeah. Like, I'm so happy we're that happens all the time because guess what yes I fucking bought teeth you guys I need to I buy teeth. bought teeth and now I am ugh, I am you're hot I'm money hot. I'm money hot. I'm like groomed. I get a haircut like more than once every two years. But you have a glow about you too and these eyes that really draw the viewer in. You guys, this is... It's so good on a podcast to talk about how we look. It's I just know. so Isn't good. Bad? I don't know. You told and me at my you. birthday party, thank you, that you did buy teeth, which I never knew and never noticed because they're so natch. I need to save up for teeth. That's in my... Was that a painful process? It was absolutely um, horrible <gasps> and still happening. Seriously? Um, well, no, I have had... Okay, <laughs> something where that like I think I just like breezed through in my life and was just like, no, I'm not dealing with this was like for most of middle school and up until my senior year of high school, I just had missing teeth in the front of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I have that. Just like, yeah, but like you have a gap in the back. I had like my front two center teeth and then to the side and to the side, nothing. Mm-hmm. Gum. Mm-hmm. I had like a fun retainer with <laughs> fake teeth in it that I never wore because I thought I talked funny with it. How'd you <laughs> eat? I just like ate. Like if I had the retainer, <laughs> she gummed I'd, have it. To, I'd have to be like at my lunch table, like, you know, talking to my like cool friends who only hung out with me because I was mean and funny and like <laughs> they, I would have to like take out my retainer and I just think that like that could have been like so crippling for me that I had like I was missing this is so lame mm-hmm. I was missing adult teeth wait can I ask how, how you were missing them I was just like born I guess like we born generations back in Iran too many cousins married each other on my mom's side <laughs> oh my family. God. And the Slash, like, my dad's side, probably some sheep fucking. You know, like, and that <laughs> but mix. But it, it made your brain good. Yeah, it honestly did. The sheep, <laughs> the sheep fucking made my brain, like, it so good. It made her good. brain good. And also, like, the Persians invented math. Like, you know, we can all say that. We all know that. We <laughs> um, know this to be true. Let's celebrate it on this pod in particular. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Persians, Persian for giving us math. math. One of my favorite things, math. <laughs> so, like, I was born without adult teeth behind my baby teeth so mm-hmm. I had baby teeth and up until like last Thanksgiving I still had a lingering baby Whoa. tooth and so, so hot so you're young. so young oh my <laughs> god went nuts like, can I please get a look at that tiny little fucking tooth I had a little gray tooth <laughs> and then I was like I gotta get rid of this little gray tooth and then it was gonna be like I already had guys I got when I was like 16 I got implants in my fucking mouth. Oh, sorry, bitch. Titty time. Uh, no, don't. I have, have had giant tits since I was 10. Um, so so, yeah, so I had like all these implants and whatever. And then I was like, I don't want it to be a hodgepodge slash I want Hollywood teeth. Mm-hmm. And then I got new teeth, you guys. And they were stupid expensive. Yeah. Wow. But you deserve them. You deserve wow. them. Wow. Thank you so much. You work hard I for the money. could have bought a house, but I got a house in my mouth. But there teeth are forever. 
a house comes and goes. <laughs> Global warming. Thank you. Yeah. Teeth, ap- <laughs> teeth appreciate and value. They're a solid investment. I have to say that growing up, I was told I had too many teeth and too small a mouth. So I had Hot. upwards of, I think I had um, nine adult teeth no. removed. <laughs> oh my God. I had multiple surgeries to take out all of my my sundry <laughs> teeth. That's very Does u- your dentist ever say to you that you have a small mouth? Not recently. Oh. Is I just are always like, you have a really small mouth. And I'm like, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> or you have a big dick. <laughs> dentist. Get it out of there. So <laughs> I paid for my teeth. Um, burn. Um, that dentist has a huge fucking dick. My teeth have always been really straight. We differ in that way. Okay. okay, that was so That's weird to bring just, up. Like, like so mean. <laughs> what are you? No, we were all talking about. We were even talking experience. about that, and you're like, my teeth are straight. No, but I've never had a tooth like issue until I until my late twenties when they started like one just like fell out, one cracked, and now I need to go to the dentist. Okay. Oh my god, that's hard for you. That is, that's I have been dodging my dentist's calls. Um, I don't take great care of my teeth. Like I'm not a great flosser, but every time I come in, he's like, "You're doing amazing work." <laughs> oh my god, he's a bad dentist. <laughs> oh, I want. No, I need that dentist. Okay, I have a bad dentist. <laughs> I need, Park I, Avenue. I need a really understanding dentist. Oh my god, bitch! I want to like w- when I finally go to a dentist, I need us to like kind of like the day before go to Starbucks just sit down and chat and get comfortable <laughs> with each other I'm like, listen I had a crazy 20 this things got out of hand mm-hmm. and now like I'm cleaning it up because like otherwise if I just open my mouth they're gonna be like fuck you you know I jokingly said to Pat that I have referred to this podcast as the mm-hmm. body dysmorphia mm-hmm. podcast and I swear I wouldn't engage and look <laughs> you guys complimented me and I'm immediately talking about I know appearance. I know <laughs> I want to make it clear we think all bodies are beautiful yeah, but we, we all have insecurities and it's okay to voice them. and I listen you know this is like our third episode recorded where we've been able to listen to past episodes and I it's been helpful to me in in lieu of therapy to hear myself oh, on a my podcast <laughs> um, you guys therapy pointless just start a podcast but um but to hear my own so- psychosis and I think that, too, what? anything I say about my own body is just a comment on my own problematic mental 10-minute pause. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that I ghosted my therapist because I was in a good mood for one day. And I texted her, <laughs> like, six months later, which was a few weeks ago. I was like, hey, I'd love to come in. Like, I fucking need you right now. And she's just like, awful. Check. Uh, we'll let you know if anything opens up. Shit. <gasps> oh, my God. I really need to find a new one. But I don't understand what my insurance is. I know. I have health Insurance first. is hard. I need to find a therapist. I tried to go to this place, NIP, which, like, two of my friends go to. And they're like, you just go, like... Um, yeah, it's and like they a, like match you. They and match stuff, you, and yeah. it's like four people who like don't have whatever and, money, like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's called. What is it called? What is it? It's four people who don't have TV jobs, and um, <laughs> can't relate. <laughs> and um, and you like fill out a questionnaire or something, and I just like, filled it out. I tried to be as honest as possible, and um, played really- phone tag with this woman named Joy for about a week. Finally got in touch. I'm like, this is great. I'm finally going to get my therapy. And, and this woman, gorgeous voice, like, hey, Pat, I'm Joy. Um, <laughs> just wanted to let you know that I don't want it to feel like we're passing you off, but you're definitely dealing with a lot of issues right now. And we think you should go somewhere else. And I was like, <gasps> isn't that insane? I was like, thank you so much, Joy. I hope we can stay in touch, though. And, um, <laughs> the insane thing about therapy is that, like, for somebody who, like, has a lot of decision making anxiety and like a lot of laziness that they're dealing with. It's like so hard to get a therapist. And like that's yeah. like the first chapter. Yeah, I know. They make it impossible. And also like 
I think that therapists in New York have all the power and mm-hmm. like it's just like a power dynamic that is hard for me because I'm like you could say no at any time and also like if you're not the right therapist for me then like I have to start over and it's like I'm already mentally exhausted that's mm-hmm. why I'm coming here exactly it's like we already are drained you yeah. need therapy to get therapy and that's the catch 22 of our generation um, or you could just listen to yourself on a podcast or you can just listen to yourself <laughs> which on a more people should do totally it's so healthy it's so healthy <laughs> having Sit a back. podcast is so healthy and i listen on 1.5 if i went to therapy there's no way i'd have a podcast you listen at 1.5 i can't listen to myself you listen to yourself at 1.5 i have a disease Sometimes- and then your voice is like this <laughs> sometimes i'm listening and i'm like i hope this is 1.5 i look down and it's one and i'm like fuck and that's just how we fucking rock and we roll here. We should speak slowly for one I wanted to touch on something that you mentioned earlier. You said giant sit. I said giant cyst. I just walked in and was like giant cyst. And I wouldn't answer any follow-up questions. Okay, One's talking about Sudie Green. She won't bury the lead. I'm sorry. There's a giant cyst. She's going to come in hard and hot with it. I am slowly coming to light. To Earth, because I made Pat get me a coffee all so the way. We said, we said last episode that we were what? hoping that we would one day have an episode where Catherine doesn't announce that she feels out of it, but this is not today. <laughs> Maybe next I'm sorry, honey. So Zudi said, giant tits since age 10. I want to touch on that. Was that hard for you? Mm-hmm. Or did you love it? I, I, have, I'm I think I was too. like neither here nor there. Like, I definitely, in fifth grade, my mom was like, you have pointy little nips and <laughs> <laughs> she was just like I wore like I went to a like charter school that where we had to wear like these like pol- polo shirts for mm. middle school okay brag yeah I know crazy <laughs> um super amazing um and I just would like always wear an undershirt and then one oh. day my mom was like oh we need to go and get you a bra. And then yeah. I don't remember. I think I had an older sister who also had boobs. You, you're, not, okay, you're not sure. I you think had an I have an older sister. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had an older sister. Someone check that somewhere. on social. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody fact check that. Um, who also had boobs. So I like was like, oh, I'm going to get boobs. Okay. And But then like in eighth grade, I remember I went to like my dinner, eighth grade dinner dance. And like there was this weird, <laughs> one of my friends had like this weird Catholic gay dad who was oh, like, no. like <laughs> obviously <is> so Catholic, <laughs> so married, so gay, oh and God. they were really weirdly conservative. And he like made a comment about my boobs in my what? in my dress, and I wore this like remember those like little bolero half sweaters yes, that were very in in like you know two thousand six. I think I remember that. Yeah, and so I had this like bad white half sweater that no. like did not look good with my dress. Half and no, three quarter length. Okay, thank God. But had like a like <laughs> like a little bow on the. I don't know. It was bad. And then I and then I wore it for all my pictures. Mm. And I was like, wow, my jacked teeth and my frizzy hair. But this sweater is ruining all these pictures. So I feel like there's like a lot of like weird like slut shamey moments mm-hmm. with my boobs. Yeah. And then in college, I gained a lot of weight, and that was like very much about my tits being ever prominent right like just like how low can they go and like <laughs> how low can they go <laughs> and i was just like, pulling them down <laughs> ringing them out <laughs> like, the, like the neck rings <laughs> um uh, pat yeah. regan is catholic gay dad i don't want to say catholic gay husband catholic gay that's uh, like the role that you're gonna. That's gonna win you the EGOT. <laughs> it's gonna be a musical. <laughs> my uncle. I have a gay uncle who's like very Catholic. It's like the Pope is like 
his Britney. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I remember like literally laying in bed begging like, please, please don't give me boobs. I want to be flat forever. Like I want to be like a tomboy cool girl. Uh-huh. But yeah. it didn't happen. I think I would want to be flat if I was a girl so I could run. Well, you always like want what you don't have. Oh my God. Well, you always want what you don't have. <laughs> we had curly hair, big boobs. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing you said? Definitely had weird teeth situations yeah, going absolutely. on. Yeah, absolutely. Had all of that going on. The and great triumvirate. And also like straight hair, like <laughs> like pin straight hair was so big. And then you do that thing, like so big in high school. And then you do that thing where you're like straightening curly hair every day. And like everybody knows. I would hate it when I would like straighten my hair really well or like get my hair done and like get a blowout. And then everybody would be like, you look so good. I know. And I'd be like, well, this is never going to fucking happen again. Because and I'm guess not- what? That's a double-edged that sword That still of a happens to me today, yeah. Pat. <laughs> I, I show up at this pod with a blowout and he's like, everyone's like, you should do that every day. You look amazing. I'm like, men always say that. Or like when you're wearing a shit ton of makeup mm-hmm. and they're like, you look amazing. Why don't you do this every day? And I'm like, because a <laughs> professional did this for an hour and a half. Okay, I but know. I also <laughs> want to share that one time I saw Catherine with a blowout didn't immediately freak out and she was pissed. Well, I was <laughs> I was excited to see you. I was like, because I didn't tell him I was, I was like on set getting my hair done. And so when I showed up, I was like, hey, Pat. And when you're on, <laughs> and when you're on set, you're British, which is And crazy. when I'm on set, like I do go British. And like, that's fine for like, whatever it is. I think as a like strong Persian woman, a blowout is my birthright because yes. I went to the dry bar in Beverly Hills, not to brag, oh uh, in between meetings, God. not to brag. Um, and, um, and there were so many like, Iranian and Armenian like 17 year olds like getting their blowout for the week on Sunday and I was like you know like texting their mom like you know like can you pick me up soon (laughs) and I was just like oh my god the mom's busy she's like get another blowout this is my past this is my future this is my culture it's blowouts and Persian women can you imagine if we had had a dry bar in our youth yeah I wouldn't have gone because I didn't have money (laughs) I feel like straight hair got really in like right after Chelsea Clinton um, what? Right after what about her? Like her <laughs> hair was so curly, and then I feel like culture yeah. went in well, the opposite curly, direction. Curly haired women are shrews and bitches, mm-hmm. and that's just like known. Yeah, you know, like when I hear a curly wo- curly haired woman talk, I'm like, I wish it was about straight. her. Yeah, yeah, she's so much. She's so <laughs> much. she's so kooky. She's like not <laughs> nagging me, but it like sounds like she's nagging me, and I think it's because she has curly hair. And she could never wear like a suit. She has to be like in a crazy dress with a big skirt. <laughs> God, I I need more straight haired women in suits. Yes, that's <laughs> that's finally, the ideal. Finally, that's the ideal. Um, I recently bought an oversized blazer. I'm excited to wear for fall. Oh, interesting! Wow, it's kind of crazy. I what kinda... is it like? What what's like the print? It's like a a tasteful sort of like plaid. Oh, it's yeah, subtle. like a like a clueless moment. It's rough. Are you yeah. gonna wear it? Um, rough. Just the blazer. Yeah, with nothing under it. And like, yeah, you like that? <laughs> you fucking freak. <laughs> Hey, you like that, wouldn't you? Do you know what that reminds me of? My tits would fall to the ground. (laughs) Hello, can they go? Hello. (laughs) That reminds me of that woman from Liar Liar. I want to say, oh, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, And she goes, hello. What are you doing with your hands? I'm like, yeah. No, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. And you actually can't (laughs) mess with that. My favorite movie of all time is Romeo and Michelle's High School. That is such a good one. It's so fucking good. Look at me. I woke up this morning thinking about that movie because I was like, whoa, it's my 10-year high school reunion this fall. I know. Mine I didn't go to by accident. Will you go? No, because why do they do it in the middle of the year? I would go if it was at Christmas time. Mine was at Thanksgiving. That's nice. I didn't go. My mom, whenever my mom calls, she's always like, um, 
about somebody in high school. It's like, oh, do you remember Mr. Blah, blah, blah? And his daughter was blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you did this together. And, and then, like, I finally figure out who she's talking about. And she's like, she's dead. Oh, <laughs> my God. No. It's always oh. the end of the story. Yeah. That oh, with is your mom. Oh. Yeah. Or yes. that they um, have like a very bad disease and she wants yes, to give them yes. SNL tickets. <gasps> oh my God. But like, I'm open. I feel like my mom will of do course. that thing. But, and I, this is, I don't know why I do this. But like, I'll know who she's talking about right away, but I just like make her keep going. I'm like, um, I don't <laughs> fucking know. But it's like, I know. I just turn into, I like rev- immediately revert into a bratty teen when I go home. So I'm just like, what? Like I was just home this past weekend. And I'm just like, why am I being such a bitch? But I can't stop so, it. Yeah, sometimes you go back to that My mom. And then when I go hang out with high school friends, like at a bar, I'm like so mean because I'm like, ugh, this sucks. Oh my like, God, I I'm chose so to be here. mean when I'm home. I'm so mean. When I'm in New York, I'm funny. And when I'm home, I'm a bitch. It's like, but I'm the same person. It's just like my personality just doesn't work there because like my whole vibe is calling shit out. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, your vibe. Do you know what my fucking favorite episode in general is? In of general, what? of all my favorite episodes. Of media? Of my media. favorite episode of media. Mm-hmm. Girl season one when Lena goes home. Oh, and yeah. it's like her like in her home like town. And like there's the... Um, that Are the blonde, CVS? And there's that blonde... Yeah, she fucks that like pharmacist. And also like this, uh, there's that blonde girl who yes, like... Who they're actress. having a vigil. That girl's so funny. She's in... Um, Vanessa Ray. I think she's in Pretty Little Liars also. I think that's her name. That episode is amazing. And they do Pretty Girl Rock. That is so it's good. So fucking Going sh- home, I like s- fuse myself to the couch. Yeah. Have like a full like hot lap situation of like my laptop and my blanket and like totally. my underwear just like fuses to my pussy. <laughs> and then like <laughs> if I go home for a long I weekend, only get up for food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I go home for a long weekend by Monday afternoon, bed sores from a sectional sofa. Yeah. I watched an entire season of Southern Charm while I was home over the weekend. That's so good. And then I went out to this bar. I love Southern Charm. Okay, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. But I went to this bar, and of course, first thing that happens is my friend's like, she's a comedian, she's a comedian. And this guy's like, oh, yeah? Do you do a John Mulaney? I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, I know who John Mulaney is. <laughs> high fives me. Wow. <laughs> that high huge. five felt so good. Like to finally be like appreciated in my hometown. <laughs> but then a few hours later, the to, guy's like, I'm be... bisexual. I'm like, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah, that explains <laughs> the whole thing. Absolutely 100%. I'm like, you need to move out of this place. Was he hot? Absolutely 100%. Um, he was not hot to me. Would he be hot to me? And you can, you, you know. Um, I didn't get a good look at his body. <laughs> Shut up. Don't make I don't sound register people's bodies. I just look at the face. Yeah, but you know, even if his body is like fine, he'll move to New York, get immediately cripplingly yeah. insecure, and then that insecurity will translate into a very intense totally. diet disorder. <laughs> um, exercise uh, regimen. Are you talking about the bitch? Wow, you Taylor's thought I was talking about you. <laughs> Today's pod is sponsored by Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. And they now offer sex products, too. The founders of Lola, two women, thank you, started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. They asked themselves, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use... 
Why shouldn't we feel the same of our feminine care products? And voila, Lola was born. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going on in your body. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. What's absorbency? I don't know. I'm a boy. Lola's subscription is super flexible, and you can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. I actually love Lola. It comes right to my door in a gorgeous and discreet box personalized from my period needs. I got some 100% organic cotton BPA-free tampon applicators and I love. And the sex stuff, ooh la la. Finally, after all these years, I am finally enjoying sex. I never did before and I never will again without Lola. And as an ally to woman, same. So you know Lola for its line of period products made with organic cotton, but now... Drum roll, please. Lola offers sex products made with women in mind, condoms, lube, and wipes. And you can feel good about your purchase because for every purchase you make, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. So Seek Treatment listeners, here's what you need to do if you want to experience the wonder that is Lola. You need to go online. And for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the promo code SEEKTREATMENT when you subscribe. And I want to kind of lend my quasi-male voice to what Catherine just said. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter promo code SEEKTREATMENT when you subscribe. Mm -hmm. Don't be a stupid bitch, okay? Bye, Mm -hmm. Lola. Um, Wait. Should we we talk about something? We should talk about something. You were saying, yes, okay. So I'm finally caught up. Are we all caught up? Yeah. I've watched it from day one. Zadu, zadu, babadi, zizi, zizi. Now, what is it up with the season five Ooh. remix of the song where it's like, it's easy? <laughs> I think it's when the danger is coming oh, because so things good. have shifted. Mm. Shark in the water was the vibe. This I'm, is also what I think happened. I think that like in the beginning they had a very set like these are the principles these are primary cast and I think now all Bravo shows are moving towards a more in flux primary cast with more secondary characters that have mm-hmm. their own storylines. Your Ashleys and your Ashleys. Oh you are even your. Da- I-, I love Dan. Danny's my favorite. My Queen f- Danny. Yeah, Danny is oh, so good. I but love- what is she? I know, She's yeah. like a supportive friend. Be- my favorite moment from Southern Charm, which I texted you, but I didn't get to like do the full performance so I don't think it like translated <laughs> which is when Ashley is talking about getting invited to yeah. Catherine's baby's birthday yes. party and she goes are she's gonna be nice to invite everybody <laughs> or she's gonna be mean or she doesn't invite everybody it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be a big problem 10 a.m. 10 a.m. what are they on I, I think know. that they are just like oh my god the two of them are doing so much cocaine together oh yeah and like fucking like crazy because when they're on that boat after no. <laughs> Thomas like and after Ashley and Catherine get in that fight and like they're on that boat like going back to the house that is crazy and, and Thomas <laughs> has his like arm around <laughs> Ashley and they're like making out and oh she's like God. babe like ha, 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 ha. Yeah. she has like evil sex power and he's like a garbage human being yeah. and like he turns into like a demon Thomas he also- the one who, he, he's so obsessed with sex that it makes you think like is sex even that good like why is he being psycho I'm like <laughs> I like to fuck, but let's all calm down. It's okay. But also, it's like, um, 
this I said this to you too. Like they all fucking dragged Catherine, this mm-hmm. like twenty one year old girl, for years when she was being like she was clearly like in a terrible space with addiction and she was like being and she was and with also this was like problematic guy. with a rapist. Yeah. Like. Oh my god. But now Ashley is in literally that exact space and everyone, including Kath- Catherine, is like is like tearing into her. But Ashley, I didn't see like Okay, on the reunion at the end, that closing shot of Ashley is scarier than any horror movie I've ever like seen in my life. Pounds, yeah. She's like, I'm happy. Yeah. And it like slow zooms out. <laughs> She's 81 pounds, but like Naomi is like 86 pounds. And they're like, thank you, Naomi. Like, I know. Like, no, I'm all those women being like, you're too thin is like fucking so Everyone's too thin. Bullshit. Naomi tracking Craig on Find My Friends is inc- everything. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Craig and his <gasps> Delaware accent. No, I'm. Do you the think pillows? Craig is like, Naomi. Naomi, <laughs> I'm gonna make a pillow. No. You're a Delaware girl, right? Yeah, I'm from okay, Delaware. And he has a full Fenwick trash accent. I want us to all go around and say two things. Okay. One, who is our Southern Charm boyfriend? Okay. And mm-hmm. two, and why? And two, do we think Craig should be allowed to make pillows? Because that's like a big point of contention on the show. <laughs> okay. I love this show so much. Every time you think it's so too crazy, like Craig starts making pillows. Okay, I'll say first, my Southern Charm boyfriend is Craig. Um, okay, yeah, that a I think he's so hot. I think his hottest season is this season. I think. Why he, does he think he's so smart? It's I like don't. nothing has shown that you are smart. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And I he's do like, think I'm too should, smart for law school. <laughs> I think he should be allowed to make pillows, like even in the South. I think that a man should be allowed to make pillows without ridicule. I think that's beautiful. And I think for that him. people are like, like I think people are registering that he like has no like job and is being slothful, and they're taking it out on his pillow making. My southern time boyfriend is who's like the rich old guy with like the grand dame mom ashley oh whitney no whitney yeah patricia's son my southern charm boyfriend is whitney because oh she has a lifestyle that i truly want to yes. lead which is like old money and like casual french phrases thrown about <laughs> yes. i love his like kooky girlfriend who's like oh, always making like yeah <laughs> who's always making like a a, a goth fashion choice kind of <laughs> and I, if your southern charm boyfriend is whitney seek, seek treatment. treatment immediately well you know i i famously cannot date anybody who looks like they would have bullied me in high school like <laughs> okay. i know a lot of people are like oh i need that like jock mm-hmm. that like alpha male like that blonde bang type and i'm just like reject 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 mm-hmm. anybody like conventionally hot like get the fuck out i need like a f- skinny Frenchman who's never done manual labor. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> See, I think for type. me, I only want to date people who would have bullied me in high school because it's like, that's how you know you've made it. I feel like we'll get to like the what's your type in a minute. Okay. Because I want to hear about the pillow thing. Oh, um... Craig should not be able to okay. make pillows no, because... toxic masculine. No, it's, um... <laughs> it's actually... It's women's work. And... <laughs> yeah, that's... This, this scans with your... He's a seamstress. <laughs> yeah. And that's... Degrading for her. Yeah. <laughs> totally. No, I don't give a fuck. Um, I actually care a lot about that. So I am insulted that you said that. Okay, my Southern term boyfriend is Shep. Yes. 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 I'm out on He's Shep. fun. Like yes. I if I ran into him, which I probably will, like, we're probably gonna hook up. And like that's okay. Like I'm open to that. Um I love that he his doctor was like, you need to stop drinking. And he's like, I can't. Um, I think that's so fun. My the secret with Jeff is that he's like 58 years old. He is literally he's 39. 40. He's 39. Okay, he looks 
what, 25? It's so fucking mm, easy to be a man. I hate I know. that. He's I hate how he is and how old he I, is. I think he's, we're really seeing the toll of his drinking in terms of his physical appearance. And like he, I think every season has gotten less hot. But he's only going to get hotter because he's getting yeah. like those little yeah. wrinkles around his That's eyes. Hot. And it's like his, getting into that Clooney territory. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hachi machi No, mama. I think in two years his skin's going to be like no. yellow with Good. liver failure. Good, I don't I care. Think that- I think I'm gonna go on the record saying is like if he met me, he would be so fucking into me. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> Shep, I think I, I would be good friends with, but he's also so. Oh, you guys would be good friends. Cool. Yeah, because <laughs> and but I wouldn't. Um, fuck. But I also like he'd be um, on his knees begging for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Shep is also someone who like thinks he's so fucking smart. Like he's always like he'll like, he's say always referencing like, the worst. I love when Thomas like drops a line of poetry. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> We should move on because I don't want to alienate I know. Um, the idiots who don't watch this. Me and you also haven't done Are You Hot today. Do you feel hot today? But we don't like have to. Um, okay, yeah. Also, Craig should be allowed to make pillows. Okay. So, am I hot today? Um, I have been feeling pretty hot lately because I had a week where I was super... I shouldn't say this. I know you probably shouldn't. But um, I had a week where I was eating really healthy. But I don't feel great because last night at about 11 p.m. I had a grilled cheese, fries, Diet Coke, milkshake. And I'm like... Do you have a show? Um, oh, Stephen had a show, and then we went to the diner afterwards, and I'm kind of like coming. But that's out of that. gorgeous! I like, know. I you love know, a diner. Fucking one grilled cheese mm-hmm. or like six is <laughs> not gonna fucking kill you. Like, Someone I love me- a pancake morning, I and only- I will never let that go. See, I don't like breakfast breads. I had pancakes yesterday. I just feel a little swollen from all the salt that I'm. The thirsty. salt is the killer. Yeah. I, I don't like like this morning. I don't like pancakes, waffles, French toast. I don't okay, know why. I'm a savory treatment. bitch. I'm a savory <gasps> Oh, you did it. See, if you don't like breakfast breads, seek, seek treatment. treatment. My, <laughs> my only <laughs> breakfast <laughs> bread I really like is bagels, but because I like savory, but I also am now in a place where like, I think I'm just done with bagels. Bagels like, are really good. They don't satisfy me. They don't have any protein. And like, I think that in this, I still like bagels, but I think in this place, I'd have to be in a place where I was really spiritually... One of life's simple pleasures is like waking up a little hungover and like eating a bagel with cream cheese and then oh going right God, back to sleep. So to me, gorgeous. if I'm going to do that, I'm going to get a bacon, egg, and cheese, and then at least it's like a, you know, it's real food then. I do like what? bacon, egg, and cheese too. Bacon, egg, and cheese is not real food. Yes, it is. It's eggs are straight up protein. Cheese is like dairy, and bacon is also cheese protein is and fat. Yeah, but cream cheese is cream and cheese and scallions. Okay, whatever. <laughs> You're doing it right, honey. Do you feel hot today? I do. I, I like had to. I, I've been nannying all week, and it's been honestly fizz exhaust. Mm-hmm. And um, You also don't text me anymore because I, I can't be on my phone. I'm, I seriously I, haven't seen you in a while, and you actually don't care about me anymore. <laughs> I, okay, well, guess what? Catherine, who famously two episodes ago said... I'm mad at you because you don't do enough for me on the way to this podcast. Just texted. Can you get me a coffee? You I, said I'm mad at you because you don't do enough for yeah, me? Because mm-hmm. I was being a very good friend to him. And I, I didn't help, help her with his self-tape. You wouldn't help me with one self-tape. <laughs> that is fucked up. Um, friends help friends with self-tapes. Yeah, I, but, you don't want it. You know, I know you don't want to. So I had two planned days of when I was going to look. Nobody learn. wants to help with a self-tape. <laughs> I don't audition for enough. Should I be auditioning what? for shit no i can't get into this in okay here. whatever but i feel hot because i just i woke up really early this morning ran and to the gym and i left it and i started doing deadlifts two weeks ago so heavy i will cannot hear oh my god this is the third time it makes me feel hot so sorry but i do feel hot in this red halter i'm wearing I know, I love I that. Very i've been wearing it a, a, a lot this week and also it's yeah, like prominent nipple situation and yeah. that I think is very hot. See, I your think that's hot too. boobs are a good size because you can wear a halter like that and well, it's like we're not doing a bra and there's that's gorgeous. Rules, though. I, I can wear a halter like this because it's 
tight and has like a lift. Uh-huh. I can't wear like a normal cami without a bra. My boobs always have to be locked in mm-hmm. like I'm about to skydive. Yeah. Like it's just like a locked and loaded, <laughs> secure. There's multiple straps. There's back support. And there's always a man on my back that's right, like, right. are you ready? That's holding the boobs back. Yeah. In, in all Absolutely. Coming with you to the like, don't worry, I'm going to keep you safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Anytime I wear like mm-hmm. some sort of, you know, fun dress situation, um, it's... It's a trick. I Every understand. time my boobs look good and I'm wearing something that shows my shoulders, it's a trick. No, I have to say this. This is something I'm dealing with. One of my insecurities lately is that because my weight has yo-yoed for so many years and I'm, I have now recently lost some weight, my boobs, they go down. Mm. They used to be up at my chin. <laughs> oh, my God. Congrats. They're in my mouth. And now that I've lost some weight, they're essentially. You know what you need to is do? my ass. What? Breastfeed. Is that what? tighten? Oh, yeah, because breastfeed usually, breastfeeding usually makes women's boobs deflate, but because yours have deflated already, maybe if you breastfeed, oh my oh, Well, fuck you, Sudi Katana. That's going to be my new job as okay, Catherine's so, uh, gay assistant is I'm gonna feeding a, from her boobs. Wait, I'm going to have a child just for that. Is that good? Yeah, no, that's good. And also... <laughs> oh, my God, you were going to say I was going to breastfeed you. No. Pat, stop begging. I'm not going to breastfeed you, you psycho bitch. Sorry, um, sorry to bring this back, but Whitney and Shep did drink Cameron's Breast milk I know on oh my and that was yeah, and Whitney like insane. almost puked because he's a dandy. Whitney and Chef is- was like, "I fucking <laughs> like it." I'm like, "That's my boy." They keep trying Ride to push this hard. narrative on us that Craig is like secretly gay because he makes pillows, but like Whitney is clearly oh, gay, fully gay. You know what I Whitney mean? Whitney is so rich that he's so gay, but he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> I know if you're rich enough, you can be straight no matter what you are. One time I saw Whitney at the one time I've been to a Soho house. I saw Whitney and I was like. I need to become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. If my Whoa. parents were two two tax brackets higher, I'd be fully married to Brittany from my elementary school right now. Oh, because okay. you'd be straight. You'd be, be straight. so if you rich, were rich that you were yeah, you'd be straight. And sorry, Cody. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> it's Pat and Brittany. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I want to just ask. So when it comes to boy sex, fucking dating, and love, Sudi, mm-hmm. who were you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? Oh my God. Well, I am uh, kind of. I am like recently out of a long relation. Right. How are you feeling? Um. Well, initially, very, very, very sad. Mm-hmm. Then had like about like a two week moment where I was like feeling horny and hot, and I was like in right. LA, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna match with people, and I'm gonna go on dates, and I'm young and single." And then I got so so tired. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just like doing what when I you know I don't think that like I broke up. We broke up so that, like, I would be single. Mm -hmm. But, like, in the back of your head, you're like, oh, and now I have this new freedom and I am fancy free and I am Jemima Kirk in the city. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Everyone becomes Jemima Kirk when they're single. Yeah, I'm going to become Zasha. She's the hottest woman in the world to me. Who's Zasha? Jemima Kirk. Jemima Kirk is so hot. And also, like, a... Oh, my God. It was, like, one of those 16-year-old socialites with, like, Zach Posen and, like, Paz de la Huerta. And, like, (laughs) oh, my mom owns a gallery and I'm going clubbing in my Givenchy to vintage. Me, to me, it's Sasha. I think she's so hot. Because she's a mammoth. Mm, yeah. And, yeah. 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 Do you mind? I sometimes I was like, look at pictures of her just to like feel something. I'm like, you're yeah. so cool and hot. I want to be Do you. you follow her mom's <gasps> vintage store, Geminal? Oh my God. No, what's it called? <laughs> it's, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's G-E-M-I-N-O-L-A. Oh, maybe and it's I do, like actually. a vintage store that their mom owns. I follow Wait, this but... weird account that's just like a fan pics of Jemima and quotes she said, and the quotes never match the picture. They're so funny. She's <laughs> always like, the quotes are always just like, 
I think it's cool to get like married as a joke. <laughs> like all the quotes are. <laughs> um, wait, so who were you? Who are you? Who do you want to be? Okay, so I was like, what do you mean when I was like in the past? Yeah. In the past, I think that I was um, not cute and not valued for what I think is my value, which is like how funny I am. That's the yes. only thing that is valuable about me is no. my sense of humor. And well, you got so, a good one, honey. Uh, if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> Um, so I think that I like always kind of fall into relationships because I'm like, well, nobody else is going to want this. No. And then, um, have been like in two long relationships kind of back to back. What is this question now? Who yeah, am I? I? Hear about where this. am I? Okay. So where am I right now is that I've fallen into kind of in the back of my head when, um, during my last breakup, which I knew would happen, which would, I would just be like a 40 year old woman who like <laughs> works all the time, then goes home and like buys furniture online and like oh watches TV God. and like makes a nice chili for the week. And then, like, oh works God. again. <laughs> and then, like, occasionally has a drink of a uh, glass of wine and, like, goes on Tinder and then, like, talks to two guys. But then, like, when they don't ask me out after, like, five, yeah. you know, five back and forths, I'm like, can't. Done. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. And who I want to be mm-hmm. is... Um, I am wanting like a farmhouse with a giant Mm. man Mm. and like eight children that I'm the boss of and I'm like a matriarch in linens and like interesting glasses. Are you working in this? In this life. Yeah, I'm working all the time, but still have time to like make rhubarb jam mm-hmm. and You're like, like a tell my now. children yeah. what to do. Yeah, I have several novels and like projects happening. And I just like can't wait for the time in my life where I'm like no longer sexualized or like expected to be mm-hmm. hot. Like I can't wait until I'm, you know, 44 and I'm like still keeping it together, like with my <laughs> oils and my skin yes. regime and I have good hair, but it's like I have a very like distinct glasses Mm -hmm. and like big jewelry and it's just like linen tunics that cost $500 and I just have like a brood of children that I'm like fostering their education what you're describing that's how I always picture like whenever I read like the artist's way or now like creative habit that's how I picture these women like just like long gray middle part like in a movie kind of just like Like, in a farm somewhere I could not agree more they wake up and like journal for an hour and they make a million dollars from it you know what I I know is that Sudi and I were gonna have Homes like sort of down the road in the Catskills. Yeah, absolutely. And they will both be in bed for Eileen Fisher. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Yeah. Husbands I s- will I'm- be like fixing the fireplace. Kids will be like barefoot, like miles and away I'll from home. And I'll be like, go paint, Jeremy. <laughs> Wait, where Liam, play your cello. You'll be in my guest house. <laughs> I'll be Angelica Houston and Royal Tenenbaums, but like yes. more like emotionally nurturing so they're not, my kids aren't all fucked up. I wanna, and fucking each I other. I want to move like. <laughs> I moved to like Flagstaff, Arizona. Absolutely not where I'm going. I'm going no there, way. I think. No, Why? I'm going like upstate. similar to what you're saying. I don't like. I don't know about Arizona, and I don't care. <laughs> could could <laughs> never could Wait. never not live on the East Coast for me mm-hmm. because I'm number one an elitist mm-hmm. and number two need everything to happen quickly and like my. Famous, my famous line in LA is people have no hustle here. Ugh. There's no hustle. Don't stop what you're doing, Trader Joe's gentleman, to chat with me I know, about your deadlifting. I need to go somewhere like that because I have no. <laughs> if a Trader Joe's guy started talking to me about their deadlifting, <laughs> I would be soaking wet. Um, I need to go somewhere like that because I don't have any hustle. That's mm. why I'll never be successful and I don't care. Like, I don't want it enough. Like, 
You know what I think all. you have, Pat? I think that you have, this is a famous phrase of my mother's, which I think mm-hmm. I need to share with the world. You have a small plate. <gasps> some people have small plates and some people have big plates. And so when people say my plate is full oh. and you're like, well, it's not that full, but it's full for that person because they have a smaller plate. So, so far, this feels your like your brain is small and you're fucking not stupid. A <laughs> yeah, so definitely. At first, I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna." No, get- it's cute. You're like a gentle flower in the. Weeds you get overwhelmed. You need a. You need a beautiful <laughs> <Okay>. environment. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna need a. Talk minute about your deadlifting. Like- I'm interested. <laughs> no, I need to take a minute and process that. Uh-huh. Um, wow, Sudi has a fucking platter. I thought that was gonna be kind, cute wisdom, and now I realize it's that like, I dragged oh, you. It's like I'm you sorry. can't handle the world around you. <laughs> but I'm getting better every single day. I'm, plates grow. Plates I'm, grow. I'm plates not, grow. Yeah, that's even, a big thing. In the wild, the plates, plates that grow. can grow. Fuck both of you, honestly. <laughs> You're at a table with two psycho type A bitches. Will stop at nothing. Stop trying to, to backpedal on this. Nothing to succeed and get Eileen Fisher. Just because I don't care enough about my career doesn't mean I have a small plate. <laughs> <laughs> I am also. I have to do a lot of shit. I have to do shit to stay sober. I have to do shit. I don't want you to make money right now. You need self care. We all need self care. We all do. Yeah. I need a minute Don't now. shut down. No, oh but God. now I have my answer for my man. Wow, I dragged you. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I dragged him. Um, no, I do have a small plate, plate probably. But I feel like no. everyone, I get in my head because I feel like everyone thinks I have a small plate and that's why people will never ask me to do things. <gasps> people ask you to do a lot of things. Not really. What's, what's, Nobody asked what's, me to do Catherine anything. Catherine asked me to get her coffee today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're making me sound evil. Um, no, that's fine. I, I do think get that you guys should drag me. Just no. to even it out. No, I don't think so. That's not what we do here. We're That's really kind. We, we would here. never put no, in that you, position. When, when we go low. Hi, we go are high. you sad? No, I feel bad. I'm not sad. I just think it's true. And I think that's why it's... I'm just, I don't know if it is true, though. I think... Okay, I think you it decide. is. You decide. I think it is. But then I'm like, okay. well, what am I going to... Well, the truth hurts. How am I going to get Yeah, but today anywhere? you worked out and you're going to nanny twice. Can I tell you something? Last week I was home because I was in between two sublets and I didn't have work and I didn't have really shows... And I saw a bunch of people that I used to connect with when I was home getting sober. And I was like, why mm-hmm. Why am I? Okay, these people are all happy, living <laughs> nice lives in a nice town. They get along with each other. They're just like, yeah. why am I? And I'm like no longer part of it. Why am I going back to New York to like try to get famous? Like life does not have to be this complicated. Like I'm so fucking you're sad a star, every day. Pat. A star you're with a small a plate. <laughs> you are a star and you owe it to the world and to life to make your talent yeah. shine. You have no choice because everything about you is so insane. Like you have to be famu. It's just, uh, so I feel like I've recently crossed this threshold where all of my, I, I, I swear to God at some point not that long ago there were backup plans and I just turned around no, one day and I'm like, oh my them. God, now get rid of them. You don't need backup plans. There's no. no room on your plate. Don't plan to fail. I absolutely <laughs> say don't plan to fail when people like I went to NYU and um, I was with all these people that were like, we're going to art school. And then immediately afterwards, they were like, I'm going to nursing school. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why did you plan to fail? Mm-hmm. At least give it like 10 years. At least. But you guys have to remember, I'm two years older than both of you. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're so <gasps> mature. Two years not. older. And you're both more success. Wait, Nine. last time. Okay, the reason why I wanted to be on the pod, subtly I wanted to be on the pod, but the way that I got booked on the pod was by texting you guys that Matt had dragged me on the pod. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> which I didn't even remember. But you guys said on Matt Rogers' episode that you would let me tell you 
what to do with your lives and that got me so horny okay. oh my god Wait, yes oh my god yes 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 yes. we're getting yes. treatment we're getting the treatment yes! we seek hold my hands oh we're so excited we're because hands. i do we're think so that like <laughs> as a family our family is so excited for this opportunity <laughs> you are pulling me too far i don't have long, you have longer arms than me i'm learning oh well okay they're holding hands <laughs> across the table ready wait why are my arms so long oh no maybe mine oh my are god, short I'm a freak. <laughs> sorry small plate long arms <laughs> he's absolutely never gonna well, let that go until he does no i just because i worry about like, sometimes i feel like people aren't like with my <laughs> with my manager sometimes i feel like she thinks i have a small plate and i feel like the, my friends think i have a small here's plate. what you're gonna do sometimes i'm like i can't handle even the baselines of I like but whatever that you need to get on this american life <laughs> i think that you are the david sedaris of our generation <gasps> I think that you need to um, maybe, you know, mix it up, not keep doing your stand because it's so funny, but maybe sometimes throw in a moth story slam or something because that's the path to this American life. And then you're going to become an essayist and then you're going to have many books and then you're going to get booked to read aloud your books Mm -hmm. in cities like Flagstaff and (laughs) Seattle. It's funny. I want to go to Seattle because I love Grace. But I am. Um... Love Grace <laughs> and This is my deal, though. You think if you go there, you'll be in a hospital? <laughs> no, if I went there, I would, like, go to set. <laughs> I would. I would. And I'm also, basic. not to be insensitive, but, like, you have a past and um, a drug past. And, like, you're sober now. I'm very proud of you. But, like, that past is very good for stories and you should milk it. But also, like, this is how I feel about that. Because this is not the first time I've... I've gotten that kind of like literary, like people that go this literary route. And I'm like, great, would love to be an author. Like I literally have <laughs> I'm never. I'm always telling you to write a book. I've, I've been n- telling you that. You have you told write me that. Essays. The Culturistas boys have told me that. I try to write essays. You I, sent me one. It was very good. Oh, right. I did send you that. Yeah. So I um, I don't feel like I never, ever write like ever. Like even <laughs> when I do my stand up, I'm like, like the 10 minutes before I'm like, I'm going to make a bullet point list. And then it's like, okay, well. Every time I'm late to meet you, I look over, you're journaling. I journal quite a bit, but that's not really writing. That's just like dumping that's out the your beginning. brain. You no, gotta do that so you can beginning. write. And also, like, just you're very funny and talented and a personality. And so you just need to write and then, like, let an editor fix it. That's literally can, can their I, job. Can I tell you my brain is telling me right now? Because you mean no, all of our brains, they tell us lies. They tell us lies. Mm-hmm. My brain's telling, she doesn't really believe this. She's just <sighs> trying to make up for saying I have a small plate. No, that's bullshit because I've told you this before. You're right. Okay. So do Catherine now. I'm scared, but I'm ready. Okay. Catherine. I, I really trust Sudi as though she's like some sort of fortune teller. First of all. <laughs> Me too. Like you are a giant star. I do think that you need to translate your character into like a performative production piece that is like a la like Hedwig. You know what I mean? Like, what is her biography? Like, where did she go? What production elements? And also, like, to the world, book this bitch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, she must book. Like, you are are to book. A narrative component does feel like a fresh... I don't know what that means. It means, like, a narrative component. Also, I don't get both it. of you should marry very rich uh-huh. <laughs> because we're not going to make money. <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, all you of you a- need r- rich. We all need rich, rich, rich husbands recently or I, wives. Recently, I was talking to someone. They were telling me kind of their story. I'm so confused about I what I should this. do. Okay. It's no, kind I'll of bullshit to- because I kind of like just think that 
you should be <laughs> in movies. But um, that's what I think it's like it's embarrassing to say you want to be an actor, but it's literally what I'm good at, and I want to be I in know. it. Sorry. If, if there's one thing more, don't you guys think it's like someone tells you they're an actor, you're like, okay. I know. I I always brag saying I don't want to be an actor, but I, like yeah, because it is something to brag I about. I kind of secretly do, but I'm, I say that I don't because I need something cool about me. But also, it, it's almost more embarrassing to say you want to be an author. Do you guys think I should be like an agent? You yeah. would actually slay, but you're too funny. I know. Oh my god, thank you for saying. You that. would be if you were my manager. I would be like, yes. Wait, I, I want to be a manager that everybody's like scared of. I just want to be. It's like, already I have to do this because Sudi already... emailed me this morning. Oh my god. And I know. Oh my god. Shit. Oh, do you know Sudi? Yeah. Oh god, she's like, she's on me to do this thing, and I like haven't emailed her yet. And like, I want people yeah. to be like, I haven't emailed Sudi. I really need to. Do that. I need to buckle down. And email Sudi. But I feel like soon <laughs> when you're like exec producing your own show, you'll have that vibe. Oh yeah, I can't wait. In my Eileen Fisher. Exactly. Um, I just watched when I was sick last week. I finally got around to watching the season two of the comeback. And weirdly my favorite so part good. in it was um oh, so good. at the at Juna's party, the um when she when we see her people the agents at her agency, but not her agents are both named Sasha. <laughs> and um, they they're just like normal people, but for some reason it, it's just like so real. I don't know why. <laughs> Show was so good. That, that show is so good. That's what I want to make, a show like that. Lisa that's Kudrow heavy. is my, um, she's like it for me. She's I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see she's that. She's such a good actress in that, and she wrote it. And then also, like. Have you listened to her episode on RuPaul's podcast? No, I need that. to. Oh, my God. That is a must listen for everybody who's a oh, Kudrow fan because. It's the RuPaul's podcast is called What the Tea. He interviews Lisa Kudrow, and he, like. No, I love RuPaul's podcast. I love this podcast. I love RuPaul's podcast because RuPaul always asks the questions that I want to know. Like he asks mm. everybody what their deal with their makeup is. Like Leah Whoa. Remini, he was like, and what's the deal with your makeup on that show? And uh-huh. she was just like, I don't know. And he was like, bitch, you do know. And you know about the lighting and like, tell me about it. I know. Wait, can I? Sorry. Well, what I was going to say about Lisa Kudrow's episode is that he's like, you have all these like moments that are just like so small where you just make a noise like, huh. Yes. And like, what is that? And like, are you planning those? And she was just like, I know exactly who that character is. Like I've written, I know her entire life story. And so like, I just, it I'm just getting chills. Out. I have that, full body chills. That's my favorite part. She's so effortlessly funny yes. in Romy and Michelle. And like my favorite moments of the movie are just when she's like agreeing with Romy on something and she's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah, well, no. Um, <laughs> But I want, you know what? So I was sharing with someone that Lisa Kudrow is my comedic hero. Yeah. And it was this gay that I had never met before. And he was like, did you know for the last four seasons of Friends, she had it in her rider that she wasn't allowed to be on cam unless she she had a really specific lighting setup. And like, she had to like, make the crew all stay late because it took so much time. And I don't know if this gay was, I don't know if that was true, but it was. I like respect that though. Like somebody tells me like somebody has it it in their writer. Like, okay, at the end of Friends, they were getting paid so much money. Like who knows? Remember how famous fucking Jennifer Aniston was at that time? You have to respect the crew. (laughs) How can a specific lighting setup take more that much more time than any other lighting more setup. importantly how can this person you've never met before know. know this and also more importantly it's like never meet your heroes or talk to them about a gay sh- talk about them to a gay stranger because yeah, you're no. gonna get tea that you just don't want to hear to an extent oh especially God. when like women are like i need to look a certain way i need to be taken care of a certain way 
the reason why I think a lot of women are like divas about, you know, to lack of a better term, divas for like lighting setups or like makeup people or whatever. It's like there was one time where that didn't happen and they looked like absolute garbage. And like because of society, because of the beauty myth, because of ageism, Mm -hmm. like a woman on screen, her career is very much tied to her looks. And like you need to fucking take care of that because if she looks like shit on Friends, then that's like She's not going to book. Mm-hmm. She might not have made the comeback. So I got to say, I got to say, I respect a woman who's like, no, I need like this hair and makeup person, mm-hmm. even was, if it's a nightmare because it's her career. When I was watching the comeback, do you know what I was thinking the whole time? Hmm. In a way, I felt like I was watching my future and you were Valerie, Catherine, and I am Mickey. <laughs> like, I'm like, what if I grow up to be Mickey? <laughs> Mickey is the most amazing character. Oh my God. Hip, the sweating. It's just, it's everything. What does it say about so me that at the, the, the finale of, this, of the second season, the series finale, of the comeback I wanted her to stay at the Emmys I was like don't go to the hospital for it I was like stay this is your fucking moment part of me also felt that way too when they were watching in the hospital I was like part of me and also it's like it's not real to any of my group to any of my close friends like if I'm in the hospital when you're gonna win an Emmy like stay at the fucking Emmy that's good to know that's good to know for us absolutely wait let's let's do what's your type because I actually do like oh yeah Sudi what's your type when it comes to boy sex fucking dating and love what are you into I usually say that I don't have a type but I am realizing that I have mm-hmm. a type mm-hmm. which is never gonna not date a comedian couldn't Whoa. ever Agreed. couldn't ever I mm-hmm. don't do normies I can't mm-hmm. deal and then whenever I say that people are like well what about like somebody who, who's like, a like producer. not a comedian but is like really funny and I'm like Name one. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, <laughs> how am I going to meet that person? Like, I guess, like, no. you know, in theory, I'd be open to like another type of creative. Like, doesn't need to be a comedian, but like in my life, like, I can't. I don't. I won't. Shouldn't. Will I? Yes. City Always. Green is not going to date someone who sends funny office emails. I know. And that's just the end of that. I can't. And also, the thing is, is that like, I feel like in my dating, I'm not the funny. I'm not very funny. Like the two of us I'm more like mean and like bitch bitch (laughs) (laughs) or like that pisses me off or like that's stupid and but like I'm not like the goofy one in bed you know being cute (laughs) there's always a goofy one in bed with a clown nose riding a dick just making that fart in her armpit (laughs) (laughs) rubber chicken while she gives head Oh. Wow, you nailed it. No, but that's, that's not, not you. me. I, I am like not you. <laughs> it's the boyfriend doing the arm thing as he's fucking you from behind. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. Okay, I great. need I need somebody to like <laughs> provide the entertainment so that I can be tired from work. Because you're working and you need yes. somebody to, when you come home you want them to be like jovial. I agree with yeah. you. I think I will probably only date comedians. Partially it's a timing thing, partially it's like this is our world. But I will say the only thing the only thing to me less appealing than dating a non-comedian who isn't funny is dating a comedian who isn't funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh Been my there, God. baby. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Now, well, I have a question. Do you think people are fucking in New York? <laughs> yes. And are they fucking in L.A.? Uh, less. Okay. I think in I think L.A. No, absolutely no one's fucking. I think in L.A., every man has a gorgeous little deer fawn of a girlfriend and they're they, of a dick <laughs> I was like, yeah, a everybody in LA has a gorgeous dick and that's Small. why they're all so good and cool yeah um no I think everybody is like a beautiful ornamental small girlfriend at yeah. home but I don't think they fuck yeah and in New York I think people get 
wasted and they (laughs) have bad sweaty apartment sex and they wake up in the morning and they do it again because they don't remember what happened the night before exactly I know morning sex with strangers is so bold and I'm obsessed oh I need like two or three rounds that's great sorry I feel like so I have um I have a comedian boyfriend right now who's very funny and we're as I mentioned on the pod opening it up we're looking and I'm like why is it so hard to find someone in Brooklyn because dating, who wants to fuck me? But people in relationships, <laughs> I'm out, I'm actually outraged about this. <laughs> All I want is a guy in a bad band to fuck me, <laughs> and it's been hard. Yeah, but people in relationships forget is that dating it's a miserable experience in which you always feel terrible. But about I'm taking yourself. out the bad parts. Well, also you get into that thing where you're like, I'm convincing myself to like this guy, and then you yeah. like build yourself up to mm-hmm. be like, I think I'm interested, and then like they reject you yes, every time, and you're like, I was doing mental leaps and bounds <laughs> to yeah. get here, exactly, and now it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the age old, you know. I, I you need somebody to like go for it, like no betas, you know what I mean. No want somebody, but then I love a beta if he's fucking funny. If he makes me laugh, I'm like, I'll do all the work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll make the moves, and you know, Why? I'll pay for dinner. <laughs> I'm such a fucking beta, I know. So I've already funny. been like, like ghosted a bunch on the apps, and I'm just like, why are where, who are these men? Like, I'm just saying, let's have fun and fuck. And no one's down. <laughs> yeah, but you have a podcast and you're putting that out loud and clear to all the eligible straights listening. And you guys know what I'm into. Anyone who yells at a city bike, that is my type. Um, preferably tall, absolutely covered in hair, head to toe. Call me. My Wait, type so- is a giant man with AirPods. Yeah, <laughs> Just the biggest, giantest, most broad man. Yes. Big dick. Yeah. Tiny, tiny white things in his ears. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, AirPods, is that a shoe? <laughs> um, wait, I actually don't know what an AirPod is. Um, they're See those. Treatment. I know. They're these without the string. Oh, cool. I, I, that's what I would have. Thank you. Earphones. It's a podcast. That's so. literally what Obviously. I would have guessed. Um, this wait, dumb so wait, bitch so, don't know they so can't So your type is her. funny comedian. What else is your type? Um, I definitely need an intelligent person. I think that like... <laughs> There's about six out there, so yeah. good luck. I mean, like, I also would, like, date, I think, in theory, off. a not funny person if they had a PhD. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, that's hot. Totally. That's hot. Yes. Okay, this- I, that, that, I think that is, like, a survival mechanism for, like, my womb, where I'm, like, my ancestors needed a man to build a fire, and I need a man who can do math. Totally. This is how I feel about that. This okay. is what I want. This is what I want. When I, for, my, when I, for a guy, I want you to either be so fucking smart you can literally move things with your mind or conversely dumb <laughs> as a fucking rock anything in between nauseating to me i love that i'm like we're sitting here like talking about like our ideal man whatever like <laughs> i feel like i should put out there that like i am um a size 10 with bad hair you and you you if you want a cranky, not fun girl who works <laughs> 80 hours a week um, and will probably make fun of your friends, like hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> like uh, You guys oh. come through in her DMs. Come through. Come through, bitch. But if I you know. make me laugh, I will pay for your dinner. I had yeah, an amazing week. I have a, such a fucking hot Insta up right now. I know that Insta is crazy. It's crazy. Oh I'm, my God. I'm yeah, that's an, huge. I am rolling still on a natural high. Like you wouldn't You know, the craziest believe. thing about that is that I, um, I look at my phone. I open Insta. I, I, I stop, stop. Okay. So I look at Insta. I see the photo. I go, <laughs> I see the photo. I go, 
why didn't he text me? I realized I hadn't checked my text. You had texted me saying, look at this hot pic I'm going to post. I was like mad. I was like, he seriously is going to post this without texting me first? This is an amazing photo. It was so crazy. And I loved it. It's huge. I mean, it's huge. I never thought that I would get a pic like that. I never thought. I think that a good, I think a good friend. I think a good friend, and this is how you know somebody is a good friend, and I think this is why I'm a good friend, is because I will say, stop, let me take a picture of you. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know who will do that for me, Mm. which is, who is a dear, dear friend, is A.D. Bryant will stop and say, wait, you look cute, let me take a picture of you, or like, this is a good wall, let me take a picture of you. And she's made me start doing it, and took some gorgeous pictures of Matt Rogers the other day in some beautiful lighting. I saw those, they were great. They were at your birthday party. He looked amazing. I'm mad I missed that. It was really, really fun. Everybody was there. Everybody was was there. I know, that was sad. I FaceTimed him on the walkover. Yeah, I do think a good friend tells you when you're looking good and posts Yeah, I think so too. Cheers to 80. Cheers to 80. 80. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Cheers, <laughs> Thanks, 80. 80. I raised my dollar coffee to you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was $4. Just kidding. Was it really? No, I'm joking. Okay, if you want me to pay you back, I will. I don't want you to. <laughs> Money will come. Money will come. Money will come and go. Money will come. My, th- my new things are no one in Brooklyn can fuck. Two, money will come. <laughs> and three, um, fall. <laughs> <laughs> the way I've been spending money lately, it's like I'm yeah. a fucking Rockefeller that also yeah. has some Kardashian blood. Like it's crazy the amount of money I'm spending. It's mild. Oh, Uber, like it's nothing. No, like it's nothing. Yeah, Uber, that. like I'm never gonna die. That's what I do. Oh, I know. You know, if it's after, well, I am at the point in my life, which is also like why I am. 50 in linen um, <laughs> where it's like I will just pay for convenience I will just like if it's if it's more convenient I mean like I have I to say pay. that's sort of how I was raised <laughs> <laughs> my mom is always like it's gonna be easier this way oh my god I love that that is true class because my family was like we wish we could but like no it's gonna be a 12 hour car ride to Florida like, yeah my mom is such like a bargain hunt like we were, we were she'd be the one who was like because we always had a, a baby so we always had like a diaper bag. So we'd be like on our way to an amusement park from the hotel. She'd be like, you know, they have those like bowls of apples out. At yeah, hotels. yeah. She'd be like with the diaper bag, just throwing them in. She'd well, be like, chicken fingers have- are expensive in the park. I'm like, okay. My- you have that many kids, you have to budge. I know. She budged a lot. My family is like, my dad will has an alert set. So that if I spend 99 cents on iTunes, he emails me and goes, who did this? Who bought this? Who bought this? Do you need it? Did you mean to buy it? Was it my car? Was it your card? Who bought it? Is it fraud? My mom, she's like, it'll be easier if you take a car. I lose like this gorgeous ring she gave me. She's like, it's just an item. Material <laughs> things don't matter. Well, what mom. matters is our family. We love each other. That's oh my beautiful. God. She's a working bitch too because she earns it. Yeah. yeah. She's oh my a God. working bitch. She's literally addicted to her three screen computer. Oh my, oh my God. God. That's going to be me when I'm yeah. in my linen. I, I never want. She inspires like, me. Material objects. I never want no multiple big screen. No matter how rich I get. I'll always be a one screen that. girl. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to that. Hold me to that. No matter how much you're going to, I'm always going to do all my emailing on my iPhone Rose Gold Plus with a crack screen. <laughs> <laughs> if I get two screens, you know I've changed. Wow. You that'll know. Be, that'll be the different. first sign. <laughs> do you publish your first, <laughs> first novel. anthology of essays? That's how you know I've lost my connection to myself. <laughs> but should we do Crush of the Week? Yeah, I don't know if I have one. I don't know if I have one either. Let me think. Let me think too. Do you have a Crush, you of, have the a crush of the Week? Like a famous person? It could be anyone. It could be anyone. You don't even have to know their name. It could be anyone, honestly. You don't even have to know their name. I gotta say, my crush of the week is Adam Driver. Oh, Oh, I saw Black Klansman. It was Mm -hmm. very good. I saw it 
And in the middle of the theater at Alamo, where they are very strict about like, oh, we will like if you have the screen, we will kick you out. You know, they're they're not fucking around at Alamo. I saw Adam Driver getting mad in the movie, like the parts where he has to pretend to be racist in a disgusting way, like a little bit turned me on because I was like, you're so not that guy. But then you're like speaking this like male language and like. It was just layers and it was working for me. And in the middle of the theater, I Google whether or not he's married. He is. He he's is. Married? But I risked getting taken out of the theater so that I could Who like is find he out if, he's married. if he wasn't if he wasn't married, she was gonna masturbate right there in the theater. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like Googling him phone. like if that's the only obstacle between me and Adam. That's Driver, how I am with celebs. Like, I'm like, I wake up in the morning, I immediately Google Josh Charles image search and just like sort of scroll through. Who is Josh Charles? Are you serious? Oh, I know my crush of the week. Wait, but who was Adam Driver married to? Um, I don't know. I was in Alamo and I just like blonde. saw that he was married. Just I blonde. think she's cute. I, I think like Adam Driver was like in the Marines or something. He was. Like, Does she like own a, I feel like she's blonde. She owns a store. I think that's safe to assume. Okay, cool. Can I yeah. tell you an experience I've had around the army? <laughs> <laughs> like years ago. Yes. Years ago, maybe like 25 years old. I specifically remember that I'm high on like speed and I'm like um, <laughs> sitting at a train station sitting at a train station on Long Island save it for the book bitch <laughs> <I know. laughs> this guy in a army uniform comes up to me he's like hey son like what are you doing that starts, guy starts trying to recruit me to the Adam army driver. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Driver <laughs> we would get married and I am Adam Driver's wife um, he starts trying to recruit me to the army I'm just like on this constant quest to like be taken more seriously and, and I was for real like I was a little high and I was like, yeah, like I'm interested in joining the army. Like comedy is not working out. Like wouldn't it shock people, you know, if I said, hey, guess what? Like I'm off to the army. Like maybe you should have taken me more seriously. So I fill out all this paperwork, give him all my contact number. We're going to meet later. We, I I end up not going. I'm like, I don't don't know about this. He calls me like once every six months. Is this like like, a sex thing? He he calls me once every six months to check in. Every time it gets nervous. He hasn't, now it's been like a year, but he used to call me so regularly. Every time I've been like, I can't talk right now, but I am still interested. Bye. And I turn it off. I just want to be taken seriously. Why can't you just tell people no? I don't know. Why can I just tell, why can I just tell Uncle Sam no? I don't know. Sidi Howard, you're so good at speaking your mind, saying exactly what you feel. Were you always this way? Who who gave you this confidence? I wish one time I would have the self-confidence to tell a close dear friend that they have a small plate. <laughs> yeah. You need the confidence to be rude and a bitch. <laughs> no, um, I actually I think that I always was very confident because I think that um, you know, I was a I'm gonna say a smart kid. Mm-hmm. Like okay. always like, well, school was like pretty easy for me and I was like, you know, Getting to, you know, when the when our senator went to the school, I was the one that got to shake his hand. You oh, know wow. what I mean? Very like, oh, uh, well, also like, you know, Delaware is like the worst place in the world. So it wasn't that hard to so like, why are you from shine. Delaware? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was an question. Well, like also like the secret to being from Delaware is like your parents shouldn't be from there. My dad is a professor and like, oh my God. yeah, very cool. Yeah, we, and, introduce um, me. What does he teach? <laughs> he teaches political science, oh. and I guess he just like got a job there. And my Are mom, you University of Dell? yeah, it's like my dad was getting his PhD, and they went 
my mom is like from Iran and they like met in international housing at Syracuse and it was like very gorgeous. And then they were like, he was like, I'm going to grad school in Indiana. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I guess I'll go from Syracuse to Indiana. Like, what is this country? And then, (laughs) and then he was, he was doing research in Ghana and Cameroon. So then my parents like went to Ghana with my sister when she was like three years old, came back, had me. So you do have it. Now we We, know completely you do have an older sister. Yes. We went to, then we went to Cameroon when I was little. Like they were like hanging out with people in the Peace Corps and all these diplomats oh, and at like wow. the country club and whatever. And then they were like, um, Delaware. And, and it was like, oh, okay. But honestly, wow. out of all the places to live in Delaware, which I don't recommend, if you were going to like live in my town because it's What's a university town, town, Newark. I went to school in yeah. Baltimore and we, um, we, for our senior week, we went to Dewey Beach. Yeah, I you gotta like- go to Dewey. We went to Dewey for our senior week. Oh my God. Honestly, we did. I'm so just like, uh in love with anything resembling like a college I town. Know. I'm like, it's like something in the air. Not that cute. I mean, like, it's like a drinking town. Mm. It's like a party. I really I race at I race at Delaware. But just yeah. to know there's quiet men with PhDs I know. buzzing who could fuck me buzzing, yeah. buzzing around that really buzzing gets around me going. the globe. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I think that I was confident had a lot of like physical things going on like l- teeth hair mm-hmm. you know mustache wise growing up that mm-hmm. I think that I just like blocked out and was like I'm not going to let this like affect my life. And I run into a thing often where I say I I'm very direct and I like say exactly what I think or like how I feel like in trying a neutral way like you know what I mean like just uh, what if I just said what I feel like with no conflict behind it no like sidestepping or whatever like let me just say this is my opinion and it throws people off so hard and then I have like a million like where it's like oh you know um I'm tired so I'm gonna go home it was great seeing you are you mad at me? Oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. I heard that you were mad yesterday. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, I wanted to go home. So I did because I like to do what I want. Uh-huh. And it was fun hanging out. And now I'm leaving. But like that yeah. throws people off so hard. But it feels good for me to like say what I want or like say how I feel. And just it's like no conflict. I'm not angry. There's no emotion behind it. This is just pure communication. And People freak out. They can't handle it. And are you like that in romantic relationships too, in terms of saying what no, you want? No, in romantic relationships, I'm very like, don't like conflict. And oh, also like take on a lot of guilt. I think it's because to, yeah, I just take on a lot of guilt and always I'm like trying to like be a good girlfriend or like I'm also can like slip into a very like caregiving, like maternal mm. area, which like I try and fight because I think it like takes some romance out of a relationship. But like, that is usually what I slip into. But also I'm selfish. I don't know. <laughs> because you're the more successful one. Well, is that part of I mean, no, it, it's not because I feel like everybody I've dated has always been like attracted to me because I was exactly, you know, doing what I power do. Bitch. But I think that I make up for like that element of myself. Like mm-hmm. I try to counteract it with like that kind of like, oh, let me make you breakfast. And like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I have like nice sheets mm-hmm. and like, come on. Do you comfort, feel like comfort. you're a Bethany? I'm 100% a Bethany. And it, that's hard for my friends to accept, but mm. I am absolutely a Bethany. I see it. I because love it's Bethany. about the work for me. My Have you lost friends from being too... Um, Bethany? Uh, too Bethany? Um, <laughs> I don't... I think that I friends haven't necessarily left me, but I it 
as I grow up, it is harder for me to be around people who don't have their shit together because it makes me nervous. That energy, I just like can't deal with the like flaking or whatever. And I like get like, you know, also I'm friends with like a lot of like creative people. And so Mm -hmm. like usually people are like, woo, whoopsie doopsie, you know what I mean? But I just like find that. And also, like, my friends who are that way, I, in a bad way, I think they, like, feel like they can't be that way with me. Like, Sudi's going to get mad at me yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. which yeah, I, yeah. like, hate, but, like, is, like, a symptom of, like, you know, it just makes me nervous. It's not that, like, I'm mad at them. It's just, like, that energy. I'm, like, no, but, like, w- w- you, we need to be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm a lot of fun. No, is I, your sister I'm- the same way? Like, are you guys both just, like, badass Um, My sister is so, so smart. Like, this is the thing about my sister is that, like, she was a genius child, still is, like, so good at math, so good at science, was, like, I always looked up to her because, like, things just, like, came easy to her, like, academically, where, like, me, I felt like I was, like, an English girl or, like, very well-spoken or, like, you know, a good bullshitter. An English girl. Yeah, like, (laughs) you know, but, like, you know, reading novels and being able to, like, um, interpret what they meant or whatever. But my sister was, like, oh, if you give me, like, um, a really weird, complicated puzzle, I can do it on the first try. But. I think that my sister for whatever reason is not as confident as mm-hmm. me and um, that has made our paths diverge slightly wow. yes. yeah I want to say my crush of the week okay USA 3k steeplechase American record holder Evan Jager no words you just said connected with me really fast he was um, he's from Illinois really fast runner really hot he was really fast as like a 16 year old and used to fame he has really long hair which i don't like but he used to wear this like headband with it he then went to wisconsin for one year ended up leaving with the coach to run professionally for nike as a 20 year old now he's the american record holder in the steeplechase so hot usually now and now in his 20s he's been wearing his hair in a man bun which i don't like as much he for the diamond league final which is the big meet there day wears it with the headband hair flowing i take a video of it post it on my insta story he shares the Insta story and goes, I think that people like it. Because I go, Evan Jager is wearing, I tagged Evan Jager is wearing his hair the way I like it in the Diamond League <laughs> final. So he's obsessed. He's addicted. I have to say, like, is this sponsored by Casper? Because I'm a fully asleep. <laughs> well. No, I think it's cute. I think you could have a niche of, like, being in that, like, world of track and field, but then being, like, a fun voice. The track I think and field in that world. When I get fame, I'm going to be an ambassador for the sport. That's great. Like Leslie Jones in the Olympics. Exactly. Yeah, I wish I had like any interest that wasn't just me. <laughs> what should I be interested in? Running. Um, actually, Other people. No. Okay. No, you know what I mean? I'm actually interested in... Um, you act like you hate running, but you run constant. Yeah, I actually enjoy running. But I... It's a complicated relationship, but it does make me feel... A little less upset. You get a runner's high. Follow I Evan Jager on fucking runner's listeners. High. Follow Evan Jager on Twitter. You'll see what I'm talking on Instagram. I do want to say when I run, I do feel like everything's going to be okay. Yeah, that's how I feel when I left in my run. Gorgeous. I've never run a day in my life, but it sounds good. I'll that's how I was like growing up. Like I never, I could like couldn't run a mile. Like I hated it. And then something flipped last summer. I think I don't just in this lifestyle, you have a lot of free time if you're not working. And I was like, I'm going to go. And you can do it anytime, and you can just like go out your door. And yeah, just and you can do listen it. to music and get really emotional and about it, whatever yeah. you're going through. It stops being physically uncomfortable and starts being physically enjoyable. Wow, like it sex. still is <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it still is physically uncomfortable in, in moments, obviously. But the beginning, I'm like, I almost yeah. sometimes I cry because I'm like, this feels so good. Yeah, it's great. Oh, I've said too much. I've <laughs> said too much, honey. Okay, maybe it's time for. I was gonna say that one of my interests is actually poetry. 
Okay. Ew, that's bad. Actually, get rid of that interesting and, and kind of new one. Costume off, Catherine. Who are you trying to? And impress? you know what's worse is that I think that only means that I'm more obsessed with myself because when I read poems, I'm only thinking about like how it relates to my life. So it's actually more of an addiction than mm-hmm. an poetry is a mirror for you, and you're yeah. addicted to your mirror. I love being like sad about the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a Leo, so that checks out. <laughs> um, what are you saying? Is it time for? Are you mad at? Yeah, we need to get into it. I think. Oh, so, wow. Our this last is segment, about to get real. I know. It's called Are You Mad Shit. At Me? Who wants to go first? I think you should start, Pat. Oh, my God. I'm ready to receive whatever no, you're going to You me. know what? You start, start with me. Pat, are you mad at me? No. Be honest. I'm not. Is it with the coffee? No, I'm not mad at you. Okay. I'm not mad at you. I do feel like we're da- we're getting close to that <gasps> that gay assistant territory, but that's okay. No. That's okay. Let's follow the friendship where it goes. Maybe I will. Okay, cool. I'd love to follow the friendship with you. Like, <laughs> I hope I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not mad at all. I don't want to be booted I, off. I, I haven't seen you in so long that I've been, I been missing you. I know, I know, and I haven't been able to text you as much as I, I kind of I need to for my hurts. own. I know. Is that is this right for me? Is nannying right for me? I don't know. You're so good with kids, though. That's what I thought, but I'm like, am I? But um, it doesn't matter if it's right for you because this isn't the end game. This is just a stepping stone you're, to you're right. make your dreams come true. Yeah, you're, you're right. And I, yeah, and it's a very nice family, and it's fine. Now do I ask Pat? No, no, I ask. No, I ask. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> maybe right in that moment, maybe I was. I saw your face reflective. Drop. I no, I was like, because I I thought it was going to be a compliment, and then it turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is a right. beautiful skill. But no, I I always appreciate honesty. I I think that I'm having a reaction on it because I fear that it's true. And I'm like, I wonder if I am going to be able to be successful. So I'm in a weird way mad at myself. But yeah, but when you're a star, you don't really have to work hard. I know it's and fine. That's but the you, real thing. I just and I think that I don't have enough enough hustle. But but I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And I, I really appreciated when you said that I should be a writer. If you t- look at yourself and you think, where was I a year ago? And I you know. write down everything you've accomplished. I think yeah, you'd you have really a ton proud. of hustle. Yeah, and it's like everyone who meets you knows you're a star, and there's no denying it. Also, last there's... year I had a, literally my plate was a tapa. And now, uh, now it's like a breakfast plate. Yeah, you know, a breakfast Definitely. plate. <laughs> and one day you'll have a platter. My family's obsessed with you. And last night, Billy, I saw Billy. I know, well, he I was keep... like, "Can I?" Um, Billy's my brother. Hey, Billy, love you. Hey, Billy. He was like, um, "Can I hang out with Pat? I really want to see Pat." I know. <laughs> and I he's love gonna be Billy. a guest on the pod at some point. He has to be. Wait, me and I think my brother is the same age as Billy, which is crazy. Twenty-four. He's twenty-three. But I think of Billy as like close to my age, and I think of my brother as being so much younger than me. That's always how it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. So now go for you guys. Who goes? Okay, I'll go next. Um, Sudi, I'm not mad at you at all. I respect you so much and literally sometimes fear you. (laughs) Wow, that's exactly where I want to be. (laughs) I think when someone, you know, I I moved to the city and there's this girl, Sudi, who just sort of like, already has it all and I'm like this is really inspiring I remember wow, do, you that's remember where, huge. do you remember where we met we met at um at Triple Crown Legion Legion mm-hmm. okay, I was obsessed with you the minute I, I did met that coach you character that then I accidentally did for like 12 minutes at theme party oh I don't remember that it was funny whatever <laughs> it was funny whatever <laughs> and um, Pat, um I'm not mad at you at all. I wish you would be a little more present in my life. Mm-hmm. I think that this week I I almost sometimes I'll text him and be like, actually, I kind of already bugged him about this. Like, I really shouldn't. And that's 
unnatural. No, that's unnatural. I should be able to send 10 messages. I always need a follow-up text. I always need a follow-up text. But I don't want to, I'm also worried, like, I don't want to be, like, I don't want the kids to their parents I'm like on my phone a lot so I, I really try to like limit it and I, I can't just look at my phone for a second it, I get sucked yeah, in so yeah. I really have no, to be that's diligent. very good and responsible now Sudi are you mad at us um Catherine I am mad at you okay, because cool. um <laughs> I went to your show on Wednesday uh Cabernet Cabaret and I was like she is leading the life that I want to lead oh, I am very God. jealous of her I just think I get a lot of performance jealousy because, like, mm-hmm. that's a part, like, performing consistently is a part of my life that, like, fell off once I started working at SNL. And I just feel like if I could sing and be as charismatic and wonderful as you are on stage, um, I would be doing what you were doing. But <laughs> I don't have those skills, and so I'm doing what I'm doing. But I am jealous of you all the time and also you look so good and I don't want to oh, go yeah. into the body dysmorphia podcast but like you just Did like you look are so gorgeous good. bitch yeah it's and not about me being it. pretty it's just about her looking good okay okay so thank I'm jealous you, of you but in like that fucked up way it's I it's actually a compliment good thank you and now I talk to Pat mm-hmm. Pat Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at you, but well, I think you should be mad at me. I'm not mad at you. Okay, but also... Because you said you're just being more honest with no conflict behind it. And you're a Bethany. And you, uh, and my yeah. relationship with Bethany is I love her even when I hate her. Also, a bad thing about me is that, like, I like the truth. And I, like, kind of don't care how, like, brutal it is because I just, like, want to live in the truth. Because I'm like, well, just, like, give it to me, you know? Like, even, like, you know, when I've had, like, teachers or, like, improv coaches, I'm like, don't sugarcoat it. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just give it to me because I'm already so hard on myself that, mm-hmm. like, if I just, like, hear a objective voice from the outside just, like, telling me exactly what's going on, I think that's why I work well at SNL because you get very, like, like very clear feedback on everything, like, in the form of laughs. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, yeah, like, just give me the truth. It, like, played or it didn't play. Like, you know, yes. so sometimes I'm that way with other people, which is not good. Also, the, the fact that I couldn't handle being told I had a small plate kind of means I have a small plate. <laughs> no, but also... There is no room on your plate to handle the I gotta say, size. Pat, you and I were, like, very close for, like, a summer, and I want to get back to that place. I know, place. we need to get back to that place. Remember I want to get back, back to that place. Remember when I slept over your bed? Oh, my God, yeah, and that was, like, the first, like... You slept over in my bed. Oh, yeah. You slept over in my bed. And then there was also a time where we had a party at that loft and you had slept on the couch and your phone was in my room. <gasps> yes. But I was like fucking I, 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 in my room in the morning. And yes. then you were Me like and my college friend, Dan McDevitt. Yeah. He was visiting New York. We went to that party. A dick was inside me and Pat walked into my room. But like I was like <gasps> no. fucking in the loft. And he was like, hello, is my phone there? And I was like, just a second. I never knew that. And oh I was like, God. just a second. Oh and you God. were like, Sudi. I think my phone's in there. I'm like, I said just a second. And then I'm like, pull the dick out of me. I'm like, oh, oh, um, Raleigh. Oh, hey, Raleigh. Hey, Raleigh. <laughs> oh, that oh my God. I know, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I think we should all get back to the place we were really close. I know. <laughs> I know. I think it's hard. Yeah, it's hard because with Sudi, you work so much. I know. And I only have like three friends left. But that's what makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is what makes me happy. And but I truly, that. I have like, three people I text four people it's like Matt Bowen Mo and my sister that's great well We're feel text. free to put us on the roster yeah, like okay, really great. Great we already have a group chat going so I want to ask beautiful. before we go um, 
do you feel like you cleared up the stuff with Matt that was addressed on his episode? Right. Do you want to address oh, okay. that? Okay, very quickly, I will yeah. just address. What did he say again? That, that okay. you guys all drag him when you all hang out? No, no, no. no. Well, that is true, but Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, and that's fine. That is true, but it's because no, it's because we love him, and he's disgusting, and we love him. No, Matt has this thing where he put up that bit with him oh, right. shaking his ass. Yes. And then I like messaged him like half as a joke, like, "Is this too much?" And he was like, "Should I take it down?" And I was like, I don't know. And then he took it down. And His then ass looks he really took good it down. That. And then it. he dragged me for making mm-hmm. him take it down. But I have to say, mm-hmm. set the record straight once and for all. I didn't really watch the stories. I didn't watch them with sound on. I just kind of flipped through very quickly and was like, oh, he's shaking his butt. I think it was a time where I knew that he was like, you know when you yes. see somebody's Instagram stories and you're like, I, know what place, I just yeah. texted, texted them before and they were like, I'm like really sad and I'm just <laughs> yes. like hanging around. Yes. And like, I feel yes. like shit. Oh my or like, God. I should be writing this packet or whatever. And they text you that and then you see they're like, ask me anything. <laughs> and and I'm like, just Matt twerking in all different Oh my God, positions. so bleak. And ask me anything is so bleak. But and I, I did what, one the other day and I was like, I have to delete it. This is it's, not me. It's, but what it's I will the worst say, thing that's ever happened to he, me is to ask me anything. He asked me if I, he should take that out and I said no because I do think his... I didn't know it was a bit and also I don't care but the point is is that I didn't really pay attention to it and didn't put anything like um, really forthright through that like should you take this down I was just like being a bitch (laughs) (laughs) and then he did it and I think that I shouldn't be held responsible for him caving in I think it's one of those things where when you're like insecure about something you've posted and then someone just has like something innocuous and then you start to spiral but I will give my honest it's true what Matt said on the pod especially with Matt because he is my dear dear friend for since forever and I am a bitch in the way I am that we have already extensively covered in this podcast (laughs) but like he does get it from me on everything like he will not like like since we started I think it's because like when we met we were like in a college sketch group together and we're like already talking all the time about each other's comedy but he will get it not sugarcoated for me like at every step of the way and then the other day he like brought up something that I'd written and was like well it relies on that a little bit and then I like crumbled and like yelled at him really (laughs) I feel like he's very lucky to have a friend like you I it's very nice to have someone I feel like Steven is good at about telling me straight what's up yeah and that's one of the things I love about him well it works when somebody knows your potential so then they can be like push you I think that's what Matt and I do where it's like especially me and Matt where I'm like I know He's so funny and he's consistently so funny. So when I'm like, well, I'm like, you are the funniest person in the world. Like, and you know, because Matt and I are the same way. We're like competitive and also like the hardest on ourselves. Like we don't like to bask in the joy. Right. And so it's like, I'm, I can say to him, like, you know what your best is. When I was watching him at Cab Cab on Wednesday, I was like, he's so good. He's so good. And also I love to see him on stage because like he does little performance choices in the moment that are like surprising and fun and I'm like okay that wasn't in the pitch it also is crazy like how good his singing voice is I'm like okay like he sort of does it jokingly but it's like how and the fact that he didn't grow up singing doesn't make sense to me I'm like what do you mean you didn't grow up singing I can't hear what's a good singing voice but I do think Matt Rogers is very very funny he's a great singing voice and also he like understands Genre, yes, that's a really big thing. That's crude. Okay, this is turning into a fucking circle jerk about another gay man, which is not okay. <laughs> Pat, you are gonna... so funny, <laughs> and <you>. like, <laughs> I believe in the best things for you. Uh, Thank um, you. I didn't have a crush of the week, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say my crush of the week is my massive Evian bottle. I there's I, I get off no on knowing cap. it's no emblematic. Cap. An I, Evian bottle 
uh, I've only a seen a 1.5 liter Evian you're bottle. You're the only human mm-hmm. being I've ever seen with an Evian bottle of that size, and I own, and they, I've never seen you without one. It's like if I was a cartoon, like I'd always have this in my hand. Yeah, and even you, not as a cartoon, always has it in your hand. Right. And the thing is, I something about me just gets off on knowing how much water I'm drinking. So it's like a little bottle. I'm like, fuck that. If you if I show up to your thing and you give me the one that is the size of a fist, that's disgusting. It's not gonna treatment. hydrate me. We haven't had very many seek treatments today. A seek treatment. I need to. I try and drink like three liters a day. Keeps my voice good and keeps uh, my energy and my shitting right. Okay. All right. Cool. Is that the end of the Where pod? can we find oh, yeah. you, Saturday Night Live? Do you want to plug Live? anything? Oh, would you like um, to plug Saturday Night Live? Yeah, you, you should. should check Saturday Night Live every Saturday. Um, can you talk about your other projects? Yeah. What were you writing on the summer? Oh, because I'm I was obsessed. writing on um, the show that AD Bryant um, is doing for Hulu called Shrill. Um, it's based on the memoir by Lindy West called Shrill, which is like a really she's an awesome writer, and you should read that book. And that book is so 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 good. You it's guys should so good. Get it immediately. It's so good. And um, I wrote it on the summer, and it's super fun. And I don't know when it's coming out, but everybody should watch it. And Patty Harrison is in it, and oh. like John Cameron Mitchell, and, and Lolly like, Adafope, and Lolly. I love Lolly. So I was working on that summer, so fun. And um, I'm like at Sudi Green on all social media. Like and subscribe, babe. Like, like and subscribe, subscribe to Sudi Green. Well, this has been another honestly thrilling episode I of Seek feel... Treatment. Yeah, I feel more awake than I did, but. I sort of forget that I have to live the rest of my day now. Anyways, um, <laughs> please like and subscribe our pod. We love you. XO. Like, subscribe, rate, and rav, bitch. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us.